All right, I'm here with News Channel 8 Sports Director T.J. Eckert. Uh, T.J., I was taking a nap today, and my wife yelled to me, woke me up and said, Riley is leaving. I said, no, he's not. He's not leaving. He's not going to LSU, and he's not, right? He's not. He's not. He, he, so he, he said after Bedlam, right, after the Bedlam loss, uh, Lincoln Riley got asked, are you going to LSU? He said, I am not going to be the next head coach at LSU. And hats off to the man. He's he's an honest guy. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah, Lincoln Riley going to USC, Southern Cal. That's something that I don't think really any of us saw coming. So you were at you were at uh, Bedlam last night, right? What right. a game. Unbelievable oh, game. Were you there afterwards and um, when he was with his news conference? So we were, Morgan and I were going live on the field right after the game, and that's when they're doing their press conferences. So we weren't in it, but I saw the uh, videos and the quotes coming out of the press conference. He sounded uh, honestly frustrated that the question was being asked and then pretty adamant that he wasn't at least leaving for LSU. Well, no one thought you weren't there, but no one thought to ask the follow-up question, are you going someplace else? Because that's never been brought up, right? It was always <laughs> LSU rumors. Yeah, all, all of the rumors that people brought up were LSU-centric. There was nothing else, you know, especially, and you, you'll know, when Bob Soups was at OU, every time there was a big head coaching opening, it was like, oh, Bob Soups might go there. He might go to the NFL. And obviously none of those were substantiated. And so that's kind of how the LSU rumors fell with Riley. It was, they weren't started by, you know, people in the know. They were started by people on message boards, and it just kind of grew and grew. And so – Hardly ever did the Lincoln Riley to USC thing come up. I don't remember seeing anything uh, connecting the two until literally the day when it was announced. How how shocked are you? Very, very, because, you know, the argument for LSU was that, you know, you're going to the SEC, which OU is obviously doing, but the money was going to be an increase, and, and people assumed that the facilities were better and the, and the buy-in or whatever from the program itself was better at LSU. I felt like it was a lateral move all along. seems like USC is a step down. It, it, it does. And yeah. so I didn't. Why, why do you think that? Because because of the um, the conference going to the Pac-12 versus the SEC. Yeah. So there, there's a step down there. There's a step down in where the program's currently at. Uh, he's going into a program that he's not having to rebuild necessarily, but to the Pete Carroll days, it's nowhere near where it was uh, at that time, where it was one of the top programs, if not the top program in the country. So he's he's walking into something that, that's at OU. Bob Stoops handed him the keys to the Ferrari basically. And he, and Riley was just able to go drive off the lot, but I mean, he's not getting a Ferrari at USC right now. No. So why do you think he's making the move? Is it, is it strictly money? Because he's making a lot of money right now at OU. Yeah. He's making about 8 million a year. And the reports at LSU were about 12 million a year when he was, that contract was being floated around. So it sounds like that's about what he's going to get at USC. The, the details aren't out yet, but that's kind of what it sounds like. Uh, there's rumors and reports around there that he, it wasn't an agreement with the move to the SEC. I hadn't heard that before until the past couple of days, past couple hours. Uh, there was reports out there that uh, he liked the idea of rebuilding a program like USC. He liked taking on that challenge. But remember, he's from West Texas, Muleshoe, small town in, in Texas, almost near New Mexico. He has no ties really to the California area other than he's been recruiting a bunch of players out there. So uh, the, the really, honestly, the only thing I can think of is that he was looking for something different. Uh, I, I'm just shocked it's L.A. that he wants to, you know, take the family out to L.A. You wonder if it's a family decision, it, whether his wife is the one that said, hey, I'm, I'm tired of living in Oklahoma. I want to go out to L.A. Yeah, it's certainly I mean, possible. Um, and then the other thing I mentioned, the SEC thing, you know, did he, did he really want to coach in the SEC? I, 
I'm not one to think that coaches run away from challenges like that. So I'm not going to speculate and say that's what it was. But there's yeah, but a lot of people there. will. Yeah. A lot of people will that. say that he can't take the heat in the SEC and he's going to the Pac-12 where it's not nearly as good. No, but you got to think, too, that USC, there's a lot of pressure there at USC. It felt like OU was Lincoln's job until he didn't want it anymore. It, it felt like he would have had to – there was either a scandal – or they had to really fall off the face of the map for him to get fired at OU. At USC, I mean, there's so much pressure to win there. They haven't kept a head coach for a very long time since Pete Carroll left. Yeah, right now they have an interim coach, and uh, what, Clay Helton before that, he didn't last too long. And, you know, and I, I will say one thing, though, that coming from the, the West Coast, the Pac-12, now I used to live out there many, mm-hmm. many, yeah, I grew up out there, uh, SC is hated. They're hated because – I'll just put it out there. Their fans are obnoxious. So, and they, if they lose one game or something goes wrong, they go fire the coach, fire the coach. So, you know, we know that OU fans can be kind of tough, but uh, good luck, Lincoln Riley. There. <laughs> well, and dealing with <laughs> LA media too, it's going to be exactly. Hard to do. Um, and yeah, you know, he kind of leaves. A, it's a, it's a similar situation, if you will, that OU is kind of the king of the Big Twelve and kind of ruled the Big 12. They've done it since he's been there. And he goes to a place like USC where you can be that team, be that program. Oregon's doing it right now. But USC at one point was the school that everybody wanted to beat. I'm sure everybody still wants to beat USC. But that's kind of, I think, the program that he can build it into. It's just surprising for him to take what appears to be a step-down job um, from honestly one of the best top three, four, five jobs in all college football at OU. Yeah, I have so many questions. You know, fans have so many questions like, who's going to take over now? And yeah. we've heard rumors, or maybe it's not just rumors, that Bob Stoops is coming back for, what, temporarily? Yeah, so Bob Stoops, the reports have been confirmed by a lot of different people that he will coach the the bowl game. And really, he's just a placeholder. It'll probably be Alex Grinch, who is doing most of the, the game planning, and the offensive coaching staff will, will help out with uh, play calling and all those type things. But it will be interesting to see who they hire, Mark, because – I would imagine it's a job that just about anybody in the country would accept. I don't know that there's that many jobs better than where OU is right now. What does this do for recruiting? Obviously, that's a big, big shock um, to to the, the players, the recruits that were going to be coming to OU, the players that are playing here now. That's going to be a big blow, isn't it? That's the one thing that I think people aren't realizing, at the, and maybe they are, but not just this recruiting class that's coming in, but the next couple that they've already started getting commits from. I've reached, I've reached out to a few commits from uh, classes down the road, and, and they said that they had no idea. So Lincoln didn't reach out to any of the recruits, which isn't very normal anyway to do that. But the, the recruits were blindsided just like we were. Um, most of their time. What, 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 so the, they were blindsided. I mean, did you ask them what they're going to do, or they have no idea right now? They have no idea right now. It's just so right. fresh. A lot of a lot of his top recruits for this next class and some in the class after are from the California area. So yeah, the quarterback, right? What's yeah. um, Malachi Nelson? Mal- right. Yeah, he's from California. I would imagine he's not coming to OU now. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it does a lot for the future, that's for sure. What about Caleb Williams? Do you think he's he's going to stay here? Those are the two, both Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. What's going to happen with both those guys? Right. I, I've been talking about it with some of my buddies. I would be surprised if I'm not saying I wouldn't be surprised if Caleb Williams went. I would be. I would imagine that Spencer Rattler is more inclined to go to USC than Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is from the East Coast. He's from Washington, D.C. Uh, Rattler's from Arizona and was kind of – I know that 
Williams is kind of uh, Riley's baby right now, but Rattler was really the guy that oh, that Lincoln Riley recruited for a number of years, and so uh, that one would that one wouldn't surprise me a bit if Spencer Rattler ended up going. Do you think this is one of the shocking decisions that uh, Riley and his family maybe left town before they made the announcement because maybe the the fans <laughs> wouldn't go for it and wouldn't like it very much? I would imagine. You know, I, I was told that the players didn't know about it either. The players found out on social media, and then they called the team meeting. Oh, so, boy. So that's what I was told by people who would know. And so that's – if it, the fans are upset, I would imagine the players are upset too. So – uh, yeah, this is it, honestly it really is shocking. I mean, we're still trying to piece everything together because, like you said last night, he he pretty much put the LSU rumors to bed, and, and he uh, did. Apparently, yeah. we weren't asking the right questions. Uh, so, in in hindsight, I know this is hindsight. Looking back on the season, was there any indication maybe he was distracted? Even so, last night or over the last few weeks? Sure. So I believe it was the Baylor Week press conference, and I'm, I may get my dates wrong, but his weekly press conference every week is on Tuesday. And we found out pretty late in the day, Monday night or early Tuesday morning, that he wasn't going to be there for personal reasons. And so we still don't know what the personal reasons were, and they may, have, they may not be connected at all. But He was going out to L.A. Yeah, it could be completely fair for us right now to speculate that that's what he was doing. He was looking at USC. He was looking at another job. I don't know. Um, And so the way they've played down the stretch now, granted, the schedule's been tougher. They had their toughest three games to close the season with Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. But the way they played down the stretch of the season didn't look like a Lincoln-Riley team. And so it's fair to say that maybe he was distracted, and maybe the team felt that he was distracted and in turn distracted them. So it's fair. So what's the best uh, outcome out of this worst-case scenario for OU and, and the fans? So best and worst-case scenario? Well, no. I mean, it, it is the worst-case scenario, I would say. Yes. So what's the best that can come out of this um, bad situation? Yeah. So honestly, the, the best that can happen is that they, they don't lose a ton of current players on the roster and the majority of their recruiting class because it seems like there's quite a few kids who are already – deciding that they're probably not going to come to OU. Uh, best case scenario is that they hire someone, I don't want to say quickly, but before the end of the year. Because this is about the time where coaches are starting to make their decisions, obviously. Uh, you don't want to wait too long because most of the good names are going to be off the market. Um, so getting someone fairly quickly would be important, I would say. And there's a number of names out there that I would, I think that OU fans would be happy to hear about. Um, I can run they're without those. a job right now? No, that ha- currently have jobs. Uh, so the names the names I'm most interested in are uh, Luke Fickle, who's at Cincinnati. He's done a great job there. He did a good job at Ohio State. Uh, Brent Venables, who we all know, obviously is OU defensive coordinator here for a number of years and did a great job. He's been at Clemson, won national championships. So those are the two big names. And then Lane Kiffin is at Ole Miss. That's another interesting name. To keep and he used to uh, coach at USC. Yes. Right. So that would be kind of fun. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So much speculation right now, and it just came down uh, two or three hours ago, so we have a lot to talk about in the coming days and weeks, don't we? Yeah, so much stuff is still up in the air. Uh, Again, we still don't know. uh, We haven't heard from Lincoln Riley about why. I'm sure we we may not ever. We don't know what he's going to get paid, and then we haven't heard for anything from the OU brass about who they're targeting. So, yeah, Do do you think we're going to hear more tomorrow on Monday? Uh, Probably. Uh, I hope so. (laughs) We all want answers right now, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. 
Stick around, stay tuned, and all that stuff. So, all right, TJ, thank you very much. Thanks. We have something to talk about, don't we? <laughs> There's no doubt about yeah. that. <laughs> all right, thank you.